Um, welcome back, everybody. We <laughs> had you need bro, shut better. up. You need to do better intro than that. Okay, when well, you fucking do it. Well, no, you got to give it time. You seem to give it a second break. Bro, no, it literally doesn't matter. Do you understand the concept? Welcome back to the. <laughs> Don't shut up. I'll do it. Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Right, welcome, welcome back, back to the Wino. To the Wino oh my party. god. <laughs> just stop. Right, Let's well, just go. Okay. Fuck you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the We Know Ball podcast. I'm your host, Jack, and I'm here with my co-host, Oscar. Hello, hello. How are we doing? Wow, my voice cracked on I know, the first that, that was sentence. Poor. That was not oh, ideal. Oh, Lord. Long week. Long week. Um, so we're going to start off today's episode by just doing our week in review, going over our predictions. Oscar's tallied up how we did um, from yep. our last episode. But we're just going to go through the results and talk a little bit about it. We did pretty well, all things considered. Like, we... we hit um what seven for nine so far of games that have happened uh i think i was, I was recording yeah, i think ahead. i was less just because i was a contrarian on some of these true well i mean i was going off what i said i'm not gonna lie oh okay but yeah, i think i missed because like okay robbie robbie looked at west ham liverpool i went up the bubbles so like true, true. yeah know. it's probably not a valid thing to make a judgment off of yeah exactly but no i mean uh, off generally at least we only got two wrong so far uh spurs everton hasn't happened yet and which is perfect actually because our thing glitched out at the end of last episode when we talked about that game specifically so we'll never know if we were right or wrong very true very very true um even though everton's gonna win yeah i mean to be fair you know if you played the same way against again you played against city yeah could happen could happen man who knows we just can't play away from home yeah. So bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some. We do have like four games in hand, so I'm not super stressed, but true. I'm also, also not. A, a little yeah. side note I want to bring up real quick. I don't remember if this was on the podcast or something that just happened when I was seeing Robbie. I I told him, I think once Arsenal catch up with our games in hands, we will comfortably be in fourth. We're currently three games down on United yeah. and a point ahead. I saw that today. Yeah. And just so we fucking hold that. Yeah, it's that's pretty sick to be fair. Yeah. They're so think, good. Bro, I'm telling you, Chamber's like this year. I think it's your defense happen. is still dog, but Yeah. It's well, you know, you win some, you lose some. But, yeah. Okay. Generally though, Leicester City, one nil Leicester. Unsurprising. Sorry, Leicester leads, not Leicester City. Leicester leads yeah. one nil Leicester. Leads are shitting to, to be bad. fair. I watched like the extended highlights of this game so it was like a 30 minute video yeah from what i saw from leeds jesse march already has a much more english style play like by the way i apologize for last episode uh when we recorded it it was said that sam iredice was taking the job it's actually jesse march the american genius um so i apologize for getting that mixed up i still stand by my claim that sam iredice is the greatest english Football manager. Sure. <laughs> Fine, to be fair, Fergie is Scottish, so yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think Leeds look a lot better. And I'm a little nervous because I feel like once they're 
main players come back, like Calvin Phillips and Bamford, they look a lot better, and Leicester's not good. So, I don't know. It, it was an interesting game for sure. Um, I think Leeds fans have something to be excited about in terms of getting a little extra life into their team. No, uh, I agree. I agree. Do you still tell them as relegation scrappers, or do you think they're, oh, for they're sure. out of a shithole now? Oh, no, they're not out of the shithole at all. Fair I enough. think they're they're in the deepest of the shitholes. Their form table is terrible. Yeah, um, but <laughs> you bring up a valid point. And I mean, they're one point ahead of us, and we have three games in hand. Yeah, and that is true. Wofford's got a game in hand with... Jack? I don't know yet. I can't really tell. They're playing unbelievably. I'm not going to lie. You just cut out for like a minute, so you might want to repeat your entire analysis. Oh, of what? Of what part? Um, you said like after everything from after Everton have three games in hand. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I don't think Leeds are out of it. I don't think Brentford are out of it. I think if Newcastle keep playing the way they're playing, they'll be fine. Um, but other than that, I think there's still probably six teams, seven teams in contention for it, to be frank. And I know that That's we're fair. in the middle of there. But Would you say then, with that in mind, that this is, all things considered, a relatively poor result for Leicester to only scrape a 1-0 win? No, because Leicester's been terrible, in my opinion. They have not been good enough. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, Do you think this is just another example of them like barely making it? I, I think... It, it raises some area for concern. Uh, I think that they should more be beating this team more comfortably, but at the same time, there's always that new manager bounce. Like it's always gonna, it's always gonna affect it a little bit to have a new right. manager in and and want to prove something to him. So I think they dealt with the pressure pretty well and and were able to get a result. So I, I'm not, I don't think they'll be disappointed with a one nil. I think that they might say, okay, we need to start understanding how to beat these teams that are significantly worse than us but again leads set up defensively so it wasn't like uh it wasn't normal free-flowing leads that you could put four against right speaking of putting four against burnley chelsea <laughs> udl ball did not did not do burnley too kindly this weekend i mean i said it before on the last episode that I thought this was going to be the most boring game. And I will say the first half definitely lived up to that. Such a dead half. But then the second half, Chelsea were like, all right, I'm tired of this. Reese James turned it on. Did you see his goal? No, I haven't. Oh my God, it was class. He like turned the defender. I forget who it was. I think it was their uh, backup center back because Ben Mee's injured. Turned him inside out twice and then megged three people for it to go in. It was not. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, generational English talent, what can you say, you know? Amazing. But they just did the job, and they did it well. No, I agree. EDL ball had no real chances here. You know, um, speaking of putting four up against it, Villa Southampton. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Philippe Coutinho is unbelievable. Philippe Coutinho, I'm, yeah. I'm so sad we did not sign him this summer. Like, I, what a player. I feel like Felipe Coutinho is one of those, like, one-league merchants. You know what I mean? 
I think it was proven too when he I went mean, to Barcelona and Bayern. But he was like, he was an average well, player. But as soon as he came back to Premier League, like whether it was yeah. at Liverpool or at Villa, he was just insane. I, I I wouldn't say that he's he definitely fits certain systems better than others. He's a systemic player for sure. Um, right. Because at Bayern, he was also a baller. He was very very good. That's true. But he I didn't, feel like he didn't play as much just because it's Bayern Munich. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He was on loan, so what, he, they didn't need to play him. Um. But he, he did he did ball out, but yeah he he, he this game I I haven't seen someone so confident in a while. He just looks like he everything he touched that game was he had this one miss Oscar oh my god it would have been like the goal of the season if he made it in my opinion. <laughs> he played this over the top ball to Maddie Cash who then tried to slot it into Ollie Watkins or Danny Ings I forget who it was someone at the front post. Right. And the defender kind of poked it up to the top of the box. And Philip Coutinho hit it so unbelievably hard. Just so hard. And he hit it, and it almost went into like the side netting on the left. And oh my god, that was a rocket. He ended say, up scoring later in the game, but he just assisted. Yeah. He was a freak. He was so good. I feel like if you're Felipe Coutinho, like at the end of a January window, and you in your mind go from okay, last season I was playing with Messi to now I need to fucking feed balls to Maddie Cash, like I'm surprised yeah. that that didn't almost like take him down. You know what I mean? Like I feel like oh, if oh, I yeah. was in that position, I would have been like, fuck, like I I know I need to carry the team. I don't know if I can really do it. He was playing an okay amount at Barca, but I think people just forgot. They didn't give him credit for how good he was, and he said, all right, let me get out of there and, and let me ball out. He didn't fit the system there, and then Steven Gerrard gave him free license to do what he does. Yeah. And he, he's, he has the same quality as James Rodriguez, but he's able to press and is so much more physical. So it's like he's just a better James for the would you What do you think his like, greatest attribute is? Like, what do you think really makes him shine above other players? believable like when he gets a ball to his feet he doesn't he knows where it's going before it happens or if he thinks he has somewhere and it gets cut off he's able to just wriggle out and then find a, a another beautiful pass True. and he, his positioning and is also so good he just knows how to spread play so well um and, and southampton like i don't want to say that they were bad because they weren't bad like villa was just unbelievable right and and Southampton's been on a crazy run of form, so maybe this will knock them off that run of form. But I, I just they played every everything was perfect for Villa today or yesterday, but it was unbelievable that game. No, I agree. You know who things weren't perfect for? Who? Norwich City three one to Brentford. Yikes! Yeah, I yeah. think I think Norwich are sealed to go down. I'm not gonna lie. They have to be. Like, I, right, I, like, I, they looked good. They, they, they still set up well. That's the thing. They just don't have the quality. Like Dean Smith yeah. is doing everything he can. They're just not good enough. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, Ivan like, Tony is just a penalty merchant, to be fair. But I got to say, but one thing that, that I did appreciate coming up out of his game is I don't know if you've seen like the tweets and Michelle on Instagram, but um, I think it was Brendan Williams when he got taken down by Christian Eriksen. And at first he was about to go scrap. I bet he realized it was Christian Eriksen and like went to go hug him and talk to him for a bit. 
I'm so happy he's playing again. Yeah. I If I was Brentford, though, I would have let him take one of the penalties. Oh, 100%. I, like, but, I don't know what there would have been know, to lose in that situation to begin with. I think it's just because Tony was on a hat trick. Yeah, I gave it to him. But at the same time, like, it's also Christian Eriksen. Like, you have to feel bad for him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm honestly not sure. I don't I, understand why they didn't let him. I mean, he played a full 90, to be fair. but Right. I would have let him take one. Yeah, I agree. They they also had another. Who had a goal ruled out? Someone had a goal. Oh, they both did. I think. I think both Brentford and Norwich had a goal ruled out. Rashika had one, and Mbwembu has eyes in it. Mbwembu, Brian Mbwembu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Out. Um. So this game was crazy. To be fair, it was a, a, a stupidly high scoring game, but. Those teams are like both terrible. Yeah, I think like it's always like the the quote unquote shitter teams that produce the most entertaining games. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. It's just because it's the quality's so bad. Like, it, right? There's no, there's no one. Who, like, if you have one moment of brilliance, it'll just ruin a team. No, completely. I agree. Completely Speaking agree. of shitters, Newcastle yeah. too. Brighton. Yeah, I, I'm surprised, especially for you who back New uh, Brighton as Brighton. much as you do. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm I, surprised. I'm I'm also surprised, but at the same time, like, I don't know. They 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 just had a better day. Like, they just the two teams had a better day. It sucks that uh, that Newcastle like they had who someone had a crazy game for them. I think it was I think it was Frazier. I can't remember. Yeah, he assisted and scored. I'm pretty sure he had a corner that got flicked on, and they scored. Or no, he had a cross. He had some, Fabian Schar had something from him, and then he scored off of a shitty rebound. But yeah, goals are yeah goal. this game was honestly a little bit boring. Um, Brighton definitely just. I, I watched this one. They had just possession the whole time, and they just kind of dominated. But Newcastle just played really well counterattacking. One of their on their first goal, I forget who it was. Some guy turned on the burners. <laughs> who was it? Oh, Murphy. Jacob Murphy, is that his name? Yeah. So. Uh, he, he went like, he ran so fast. He sprinted past like their entire defense and then put it off the post for Frazier to tap in. Do you think we just didn't look points? good, man? Uh, Brighton, they didn't really create too much, to be honest. Fair. They, uh, I didn't like, they lined up really strangely, in my opinion. Um, oh, Seven, three, one. They had Tariq Lamptey playing like right wing. Yeah, that's that's odd. <laughs> that's strange. I can't lie. And like they usually have that back five, but right, they they kind of set up with him higher up, and then had like a weird hybrid right back with Veltman. Like he wasn't like he wasn't a wing back, but he wasn't a full fullback either. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. I wasn't a fan of how they set up. I think, in my opinion, Graham Potter is the one to blame for this loss. But yeah, that it wasn't fantastic to be honest. And neither of these teams really have that much quality. Um, Dan yeah. Burton, what a signing that looks like, though. <laughs> I feel like both these teams. Bro. No, I agree, but I feel like both these teams suffer from the like trying desperately to make it to the top half. So they either play way too defensively and don't capitalize offensively, or play way too offensively and just get shit on defensively. You know I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like neither of them can find the balance of controlling Boy. the middle of a park and creating from there. The thing is, it, for me, Graham Potter's always done that so well, but this game he just didn't. Right. And 
that's why I was I was really confident at the start of the season. I had like a, a tier list of where people would finish. I was confident that Brighton would be top eight, but it just hasn't turned out that way. I think that they they've kind of stagnated a little bit, but who knows? They might yeah. they might turn it around. I, I don't know. It, it's still. I mean, there's still a lot of games left to play. It's only yeah, two thirds of the way 10 down. Something, eleven, something like that for some. Oh, well, we have fourteen, but yeah, I mean Arsenal have thirteen. So I like, I'm just yeah. saying generally, it's like, yeah, it's still insane. But yeah, it's still it's still a good amount of points to be grabbed. So right, who knows? I'm not making any judgments now. Just game by game for me. No, I agree. Time no, out game by to... game. Yeah, Wolves Crystal Palace. Our second wrong prediction, actually. There's any injuries for Wolves? I don't think remember. so. I think they were fully fit. I think they just shot the bet on this one. Was Pedro Neto playing? He's been out injured for a long time. Um, right, let me let me check real quick. Um, Pedro Neto. But yeah, I think again, I I rate Crystal Palace yeah, highly. I think that they're a really good team. So Patrick Vieira, big up my guy. Yeah, they definitely had a weird-ish lineup. Yeah, no, I agree. Um. I've never, I haven't seen that Hover guy play for them before on the right. To be fair, I feel like we... He got substituted in the 25th minute, so yeah, I'm going to imagine that he didn't have a great game. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, yeah, Patrick Vieira is doing a good job. He's got that youth. Olise, by the way, class. Just no, different gravy, low-key. He... he obliterates every defender who did he assist he assisted in their 4-1 win he had this crazy assist where he like dribbled past two dudes and then broke a set of ankles to cut it back just a baller just a straight baller i think i think newcastle won oh no they're going in for eze in the summer i feel like should be uh, interesting i don't know i'm not i'm not sold on on what's his first name arabachi or something something like that Arachibe, i'm not like Arachibe. i'm not convinced i'm not gonna lie i feel like there's there's so many Donnies that are excelling at one team that I feel will just shit the bed once they transfer to another. Like, yeah. take like Joe Willick last year. Like, once they made his low move permanent, now he's absolute cheeks. Yeah. What yeah, a signing that's looking to sell. What a sell on by Arsenal. I know. Like Genius business. That's, see, really, if you think about it, that started from Arsene Wenger because he saw him yeah. as a youth prospect at a U9s game in Northwest London or wherever he's from. Uh, Meaning that really he's helping the club even now to this day. True, very true. But no, I don't know. It's I feel like there's almost too many young English kids that like some of them who really aren't that good get lumped in with the, like the Phil Fodens and the Trents and whatever. For sure, it's definitely a, a golden golden generation, but people are getting overvalued because of it. Yeah, exactly. No, I completely agree. But, like uh, if you're English and you're young, people are going to assume that you're going to be good, which yeah. is. I mean, to be honest, it's honestly correct more than it's not correct is what's, what's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I don't I still feel like you shouldn't assume that it will be correct. No, no. But what I think is interesting is how I feel like youth talent is a direct uh, like correlation with the success of the league. You know what I mean? Uh, not like when really, La Liga, just... when La Liga was huge, 
you had like Messi coming out of the academy, Iniesta, Xavi, like when you had Eto and not Eto, when you had like a Figo, like those those kind of that era, the Galacticos era, the kids in the academy ended up being like some of the best in the world, and then. When you see teams from England starting to dominate, you're starting to see these 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds come out who are just ballers. I mean, I agree to some extent, but think about your, like, your Ajax. Or, yeah, like, clubs like that that are just in such random leagues. That but that's, will... just due to, that's just due to good scouting, I think. I'm just saying more as, like, as like a national thing. Like, the country where the league is doing the best seem to produce the best talent when it's happening. You know what I mean? That's kind of more what I'm saying. Is yeah, I, think I suppose. Ajax, Ajax has a great job of, of finding talent and developing talent. But I'm just saying more the, the raw amount of talent that's coming out of like England at the moment and then Spain back in the day. It's just kind of absurd. Like when Shex Fabregas and, and Santi Crizola and those people are all coming out of Spain, David Silva, Messi... You know? No, I know what you mean. It makes sense. I, I just feel like all these Spanish people who are... I mean, obviously, Messi's not technically Spanish, but I think he, he'd be able to be Spanish, right? He, I think he's eligible for both Spain and Italy. Italy? Yeah, because I, I think like his grandmother or something was Italian um, when she emigrated to Argentina. Do you know that they've changed the rules now that you can change your nationality? Like, you mean they don't have the, as long as you played one international game, you can't change anymore? Yeah, so it's it's two years from your last cap. So if you haven't been capped in two years, then you can change. So like Callum Hudson-Odoi is going to change uh, his nationality. To what, Nigeria? I think it's either Nigeria or Jamaica. Can't remember. Oh, fair enough. Because um, I was going to so say, like... Because like, they used to do, it's called like a cap and trap, where you like have people play for you once and then just trap them in your nationality. Right. what it used to be and now now they've done away around it where you ha- can have two years since your last cap you can switch nationalities I like Dekure Dekure is going to switch his nationality to Mali yeah I mean like Sebastian Allaire went from French to Ivory Coast I married before yeah. went to Spanish which I'm still pissed I'm not going to lie I still cannot believe he did that that was insane <laughs> I mean I would have done the same thing France is so overloaded at center back true but at the same time you could also he would also be, be a starter though that's what I'm saying yeah yeah, I think he just saw the Varan Kimpembe and he said, you know what, I can't. Yeah, fuck deal. it. I'm not having it. And the Spanish team's really, really good. So Yeah, it makes sense. Uh on to the next game. Yeah, Liverpool West Ham. I mean not convincing, I'm we, not gonna lie. One nil. Yeah, yeah, but they were pretty dominant for the most part. Yeah. Do you see the signs they had before before the game? Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh my god, the cat lives matter plane. But no, did you see the yeah, the inflatable? Yeah. Yeah, That's so so funny. That was I love I love Scousers so much. See, that's like another reason why I appreciate the Premier League so much. Because yeah, I'm sorry, we're never gonna see that shit in the MLS. We're never gonna see like we're never gonna see that level of shithousery anywhere on the continent we live in, bar maybe like Mexico City. Yeah, yeah, I think the only time you'll see it is maybe like a U.S. versus Mexico national team game. Yeah. Even that will be like not even that bad. Like, There's just I, no, no, no one's built like the Scousers are built. Yeah, uh, special people, honestly. 
Yeah, just the golden, golden air area of the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, I win ball into or at some point. Really? Yeah, I really do. Fair I enough. think he's that he's that level of player. He he looks like a young Ronaldo to me. He's so flary, and not that flair wins you games, but. Yeah, I know he, he looks so confident all the time. And I just think that's like that. Every time you look at a ball into or winner, like that's the thing that separates them the most is just confidence. They just have yeah, true. unbelievable amounts of confidence. So I could see it happening. Um, no, I, I don't necessarily agree, but fair enough. Speaking on to the next ball into or winner, Emmanuel Dennis's team Watford versus Arsenal. What a sick game. What a dude, dope game. I got, I, up, I got up at 6 for Did you get up at 6 for this? Yeah, no, I watched it. I watched oh, it admittedly. You should have told me, you I, fool. It was like 6 in the morning. I assumed you were asleep. I was there. I, it was also Arsenal-Watford. I figured you would not care about this match. You know me. I have to know ball. I'm, I'm always Fair. on it. <laughs> but, okay. What bangers, by the way? Oh, my God. Right? Dude, the first goal? All of the goals. The, the there's like there's one bad goal. link up? Yeah, but no, Chucho's goal was way better, though. The Watford well, yeah. Chucho. Okay, okay, yes, but like a bicycle kick is obviously going to trump anything else. Yeah. But like I'm saying, like still, as an Arsenal beautiful, fan, beautiful. seeing like below one touch, like crazy pass and optimization of space was insane. Like I, I, I'm yeah. honestly considering how our attack is playing, I'm not surprised that we're now in fourth. No, for like, sure, we I are, agree. We're lethal and dangerous up top. Admittedly, yeah, defensively, we are shitting the bed. As much <laughs> yeah. as it was a good goal for Watford, like, it, I'm sorry, like, how are we letting that in? I mean, the first one you can't do too much about, like, yeah. I mean, you should, you, like, he, someone should be marking him. Yeah, there's there two people not marking him, and Ramsdale should have got that realistically. Nah, but also, like, I, the Musa Sissoko goal, like, I, like, we could have yeah. done better. We could have done, we could have done better defensively. We did well offensively, so it evens it out. Overall, I'm still pretty happy. It was a very entertaining game to watch, even though I fell asleep at like the 70th. Yeah. It was like, I'm, I, I'm not pissed. I woke up at 6 a.m. for it. No, definitely not. I think Bukayo Saka is just unbelievable. What a player. He's so good. And was it He's you so that was good. saying like you don't rate Martin Odegaard that highly? No, I still don't. I still don't think he's... But do you see or... what I'm saying now? Where it's like... No, it's he like definitely has... He has, he has what you... Yeah, he has what you need. He looks like... He looks kind of like what Coutinho is a little bit. Yeah. Where it's like he can link stuff up and he creates space so well. It's just, uh, I, I don't think he's that much better than, than Smith Rowe or, or other people that you have in that same position. True. I like, him, I like him deeper. I like Odegaard at an eight a lot. I like him facilitating. That's stuff. what I'm no. saying. Like in, in an ideal lineup, we have Lacazette or another striker up top, Odegaard as like mm-hmm. an eight, Evan Smith Rowe left mid, Bucky or right mid. You don't want Martinelli? I think Marinelli sub him in like the 65th, like injection of pace, just book it off a counterattack is the best plan for him at the moment. Hmm. I get that. I think for me, I would, I think you guys would be better if you had like a, if Odegaard developed defensively a little bit, little bit and then you have Sock on the right, Smith Rowe in the middle, uh, Marinelli on the left, like Calvert Lewin or whoever you buy in the summer up front. Yeah. And then Odegaard and Jaka or Odegaard and Party. Party is really just not very good. He, uh, yeah, he's like, kind of a tackle and pass sideways merchant. And I don't know why you guys always yell at him to shoot. He cannot shoot the he, ball. He, he, he hasn't scored he, a goal. If he could shoot, if he could like shoot the ball, by the way, 
if he could shoot the ball, he would be like he'd have like he'd be like Yaya Toure. Yeah, like, he'd be he'd have, phenomenal. Like, he, he literally, <laughs> I I fucking I saw a stat on Twitter. I was like, he hasn't hit a target from outside of a box since like 2017. He's terrible. He's not. He's not terrible. And he's at terrible the, at shooting. Sorry, that's what I mean. He's yeah, terrible at shooting. At the time in which we bought him, when we had fucking Granite Xhaka as our only holding midfielder playing, linked yeah. alongside like Callum Chambers, who's a converted right back who converted to center back playing CDM. Yeah, like it made sense that we bought him. No, no, for sure. But yeah. yeah, no, I agree. He's not. He's not a long term player, and he's already like thirty two. Like realistically, in two seasons, we're going to find another deal. We have Lakonga, who's also very good. Yeah, but like, I, Granite's got to go. Realistically, I think Party's yeah. gonna go. Like, we're gonna need another at least two more DMs, if not just one. Yeah. Also, Wofford looked good. Like, they still look like a prem team to me, even though they're yeah, not, they didn't look they're bad. not gonna be. But they didn't look I just bad. Think I, I agree. That they, they scare me, man. Like, as a person down there, they scare me because they can always pull something out of their asshole. Like, you just yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean, know. literally Liverpool two years ago. It's a yeah, like it, the example. I'm like, man, you last week they held him to one one. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's pretty nuts. But, know, talking about man, you. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, that was my, that was my transition. You yeah, fuck. Well, fuck you. It's mine now. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> Riyad Mahrez. Oh my god, bro! Riyad. Joke club. I'm sorry. Man United are no longer a top four team in the Premier League. No, no, they're not. Like, I, I fucking, it, it's now C and Prey Merchants. He didn't like, even play today. They didn't play him. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's insane that these Donnies were like, oh, Ronaldo's going to bring us a Champions League, blah, blah, blah. And in what is probably their biggest game of the year, he's literally not there. Like, he's not just not there spiritually. He's physically not on the field. Yeah, that's that's unreal. Like, that's obscene. I don't understand who did, like, I'm sorry, Ralph Ragnick is a fucking merchant. Yeah, it, it makes no sense to me, to be honest. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I can't, I it. can't really wrap my head around, like, what? Why you, I mean, to be, they, in the first half, they looked better without him. Um, just because they were pressing more. And, but then it just didn't matter. Like, yeah. And to not bring him on, like, hello. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. What what are you playing at to not have him come on? He wasn't even in the he, Oh, he had a hip issue, never mind. Oh, really? I mean, it's like But, but still, uh, it's fucking Ronaldo. Did he really though? I don't I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. You think it's a Cuz I know that there's been that bust up with Maguire and him. Um they had that argument. There's been that argument going on so about funny. leadership in in Man U. How, That's so funny. Harry, Harry Maguire, Maguire today. <laughs> oh my god, he was so bad today. Dude, he's shit. I'm sorry, most expensive center back in the world for what? Like, yeah, actually, for what? Terrible. Terrible. He's literally Michael Keane level. Bro, he he. Unironically, I think he's like Rob Holding level center back. Yeah, he I just happens to be 22 in English at the right time. It's just like, I I just can't wrap my head around. How people think he's good. I mean, bro, we, I, like, unironically, to be fair, to be fair yeah, to be fair, though, like, Man City is just unbelievable. They're so good. Yeah, I mean, on paper, they're undoubtedly the best team in the world. What was, um, I saw this stat I was, when I was watching the game. It, Rian Mares has, like, nine goals in his last, like, seven games. Yeah, 
something stupid. The fact that Riyad Mahrez could go to any other team in the world and completely transform them from being an absolute shitter to like a Champions League challenging squad, and he he isn't even a starter, is obscene. Yeah, he has 18 goals this year alone. Yeah, I know. I... It, no, City, City's crazy. So good. The fact the B team for City would finish second is, behind no, they, primary they, City like, is yeah, stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Like, that's, like that's... today, they had a, someone had like a little injury. Oh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne came off because he was tired. And like, just the fact that they were just like, oh yeah, let's bring on Ilkay Gundogan in his <laughs> yeah. Ilkay, Ilkay just runs the show for the next 20 minutes. It's just like, oh my God. Do you remember that period on? of like three months a year ago when Ilkay Gundogan was the highest Was the scorer? greatest, yeah, he was the greatest like, was player obscene. in the world. Like, what the fuck? And now he's just a bench player that comes on when Kevin's a little tired? That's so fucked. Yeah. Like, no, no. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Like to the pet... It, that's why I'm like, I don't know if I fully back the pep train. I understand, like, they set themselves up for success, obviously. But yeah. also, like, bro, they have, like, the greatest team ever. Yeah. Like, there's, no, there's no way you can lose. No, I agree. It's, it's fucked. It is Especially fucked. when you're <laughs> sucking off the referees every day. <laughs> you're still mad about that one? Why would I not be mad about that one? I don't know. I, I figured you'd like let it go, and you know. No, I'm, I, if we go down by one point, I'm literally I'm, I'm gonna go shoot the ref. I'm gonna go shoot Chris Cavanaugh <laughs> in in a video game. But gonna commit homicide. Fair. In a video <laughs> game. You know those memes of how like when England lose to fucking San Marino, or whatever, some dude goes on FIFA and scores like 97 goals. Yeah, yeah. You should just do that. Just take out it your doesn't get, it city, doesn't work. I've it done like, it before. It does not work. It it doesn't you've help. You've done I did that it, before. Did, of course, we when we oh, lost Brody, to Liverpool, I sat problems. down. I sat down when we lost to Liverpool. I put the match the half length on twenty minutes, and I played forty minutes of FIFA on beginner difficulty and scored like hundred and thirty two goals. Congratulations! Do you feel proud of yourself? Yeah, I felt great. <laughs> I'm glad. And then, and then I looked phenomenal. at my phone again, and I realized, wow, we just lost 4-1. I, I'm still oh sad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's done with the Prem this weekend. Uh, yeah. I do want to say also, just a little note, uh, I did attend the LAFC season opener last oh, week. Wow. How was that? Carlos Vea bagged a hat trick in front of me. It was insane. It was so that's cool. Phenomenal. He's, he's a baller, bro. He is a baller. I mean, he wasn't good enough for Arsenal, so not really. I disagree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but, you know, there's a couple people who, quote unquote, were good enough for Arsenal. That yeah. turned out to be a little bit okay, but yeah. Um, Jeremy he, he, Lynch. He primarily. scored one. He scored one banger. He scored a. He had like one down the right wing. He like cut inside and then just curled it beautifully in the bottom corner. And I think I'm going to the game tonight, depending on if this guy texts me back about the tickets, but. If I do go, I'll update you guys on how that went. They're playing the Portland Timbers. Um, Riveting match. The biggest of derbies, really. It would be. It's actually quite a cool game. I'm very excited for it. Um, so now we're going to move on to our next section. Uh, I think before we have our other co-hosts come on, we're going to move on to our underrated Prem 11s. So essentially what this is, is players that we believe aren't rated highly enough by either the media or in general, like people who might not even get a start for their team who, who need to be starting or 
people who no one really thinks of being great, but are great. And we're going to have a little discussion about each position and, and why we say why we, what we say. Um, so we, let's start. We're going to go into 4-3-3. Uh, we're going to start a goalkeeper. I need to remember his name because I feel bad for not remembering it. But I'm going to uh, go this for is a, a phenomenal start. I know, I know. But I'm going to go for David Rea from Brentford in my goal. Um, I just think in terms of like people, ooh, do I do that? Um, here's, here's what I'm thinking right now. Here's my three, right? David Rea, uh, Nick Pope, and Jose Saw. But I think Jose Saw is getting the, the recognition yeah, he deserves I feel like now. Nick so I'm not Pope say... also just from being English like gets rated very highly. Yeah, true. So I, I think I'm going to stick with David Rea. I think he, he is just actually a very, very good goalkeeper who people don't really care about because he plays for Brentford. But if he played for any other team, he'd be unbelievable. Or another one, which like you technically could say is Martinez from Villa. But nah, but like people know I just he's think good he's now. Ra- yeah, he's just people know now. So I, I think that's David Rea is, deserves to be up there. Um, Fair. Yeah. What about you? What do you say? Um, I actually, I this spawned from remember two years ago when we did the FM save with a bunch of us and I had Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, I think Angus I think gone. Was, no, I think uh Vicente, I think or Victor or something. Uh oh, the Spanish Gua, keeper. Yeah, Guaita. Yeah, he's good. He is. I think he's good. solid. Like I like admittedly, yeah, he's not gonna be the best keeper in the league, but I think like he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Bro, he had an absolute game against Everton. I can't remember if it was this year or last year. I just remember him playing out of his skin. Right? And he he balled out. Yeah, I I I really like that pick. Yeah, I feel like he's he's like all things considered, he's like a seven out of ten goalkeeper, but gets a credit of like a three out of ten. Yeah, I agree. I just think people don't don't think of how important he is, especially because Crystal Palace is doing well now. People don't think about it. Exactly. But I, I think that's a great pick. Um. Now on to right back. Again, I, I I feel like I have a couple options here. This one of them's a bit biased. Um, John Joe Kenny. No, John Joe Kenny now plays left back, and he is actually pretty decent at it. Oh, fair uh, enough. I think Sheamus is a little underrated, but I'm not going to put him in my team because I don't think anyone else thinks he's underrated. Um. <laughs> I'm either going to go with Kiko Firmenio from Wofford or uh, I'm, I'm going to go Livermento from Southampton. Interesting. Fair enough. I just think in terms of, I, I think people saw it at the start of the season. He He's just a baller, bro. Like he's, yeah. he didn't have a senior appearance before the season and already he's, he's unbelievably good at right back. And not to say he's like one of the best in the league yet or anything, because to be fair, the Premier League's right backs are probably the best in the world. Um, but I just think he has such a high ceiling at such a young age. People don't really understand how good he could be if you put him into a different system. Yeah, Even though Southampton system's good already. No, that's fair. What about you? Who, I, who are you feeling? Yeah, I was going to say talking oh, about Tommy no. I was. I, I might change to Tommy Asu. I think he's so good. Yeah, but just out of like, I, I feel like it's kind of a cop out to pick someone from my own team. Yeah. So, like, I'll say my first choice would be Tommy Osu, but that's it. I don't think I want to pick it. I think I'm going to pick Kufal instead with Donnie from West Ham. Oh, yeah. 
another another huge shout. Just like I don't know, what I a feel signing. like right. It was yeah. like six mil or something from Slavia Prague or some shit. It was insane. Just both those guys, both Suchek and uh, yeah, it was it was a they're just disgusting signing. Yeah, they they honestly they're probably one of the major. I mean, obviously David Moyes is the big reason, but they're one of the big reasons that that club is back on track now. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's that's. I think those are both really good. Um, now onto the center back pairing. See, there's there in my opinion, I think this is one of the hardest picks because I just think there's a lot of players who who deserve to be in here. Um, my first one that's a pretty much a lock for me is I'm gonna go, uh, not Lewis Dunk, uh, Dan Byrne. Mm. I really do think he's underrated. I don't think people realize how big of an impact he had at Brighton until he's left. Yeah. I think you can see it in Newcastle too. Like the way that they play now is just so much better because they're not scared about Lascelles every time at the back. True. And he's just a freak, bro. Six seven, and he's he's not slow. Like I don't understand why people think he's slow. He's huge. He moves quickly, and he he just covers so much ground and does everything right. Um, it's not a great passer of the ball, I'll say, but that's more of a I modern like he makes thing up to be good, it. anyways. So yeah. yeah, he makes up for it by just being a freak of nature in defense. So. That's my first one. And then my second one is uh, Gehi from Crystal Palace. That's a good shot. I was looking at him too. Yeah, he, he, he's really, really decent. Um, and he's kind of their rock at defense, I think. So I, I think he, he's paired with uh, their goalkeeper. They're kind of what's keeping that team together. So yeah. those are my no, two. I don't think that they're very controversial. but I think, okay, this one's this one's a bit of a reach, I will admit. But mm-hmm. I think people have forgotten how good he is. Right? And bear yeah. with me. Wesley Fafana. He is dead. That's the only issue. That's what but... I'm saying. But he was also like genuinely vile at the beginning of a season. And admittedly, yeah. yeah, he is missing a kneecap, so he's not really gonna play much of the time being. Yeah. But like I feel like people don't remember how disgusting he was at the beginning of a season. No, he is he was unreal. I I can understand that shout. However, I just I can't really like I can't really justify saying that he's necessarily underrated just because people know what he is. But I, I also get that you'd say that he's underrated if that makes yeah. sense. I my my other uh potential look was Mohammed Salasu from Southampton. Yo dude that was my yeah that was my third one. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm going to go Mohamed Salasu. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, Wesley Fafana doesn't have a kneecap, so he he is kind of shitting the bed, you could say. Yeah. So I think Loki... If you, if you, the next person that popped into my head was Joel Matip, because I think people oh focus on God, Van Dyke yeah. so much great, that they forget pick, yeah. that he's also fucking disgusting. Right? Yeah, he's so good. He, he's actually unbelievable. And I think we... we we haven't been listening to Liverpool players enough when they say that he's so good. Yeah. They all but say I, it. They're like, yo, he's unbelievable. I feel like he suffers from like the, the Benzema syndrome of like four or five years ago, where it's like everyone focused oh, yeah. on Ronaldo at Madrid, so he didn't realize how good Kareem was. Yeah, I like agree. In the same way that, that people just focus on Van Dyke. So For sure, for sure. It's, it's definitely hard. Same with like Diego Costa and Hazard. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a great pick. Like, so you're going like, Matip and Salasu? Yeah. That's not, those are good. 
on two left backs. Um, I'll be honest, I have a really hard time with left backs because I can't think of anyone who's who's been amazing and and is not rated super highly. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I don't know if he's underrated. I'm trying. I'm going through a couple clubs in my head that are. They've got players, but I just don't know if they're underrated. Uh, you go first. I'm still thinking of mine. I, I can't get it. So, okay. I was thinking Kieran Tierney, but he's very mm. well-rated. Like People understand that Kieran Tierney is one of the best players on Arsenal right now. Yeah. So I feel like I kind of excludes him by nature. Yeah. Um, my next thought, I'm going to be honest, is Cornette from Burnley. It, I, I would give that to you, but I do think he plays left wing for them now. Yeah. They did start him at left back, but he, I do that, think he plays yeah. left wing. But, like, I'm not oh, going to, other oh than that, God, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I've got mine. I've got right. mine locked in. Because, so here, here's what I was thinking, right? I was thinking Tyreek Mitchell from Crystal Palace, but okay. I just don't think he's, I don't think he's unbelievable. Um, but the ones that I'm actually debating between is Ryan Eight Nuri from Wolves. Uh, but even ahead of that, who I'm gonna go for is Kukurea from Oh, Brighton. that's a yeah, that's a good, that's a good shout. I think he's he's just class. Like he I'm, should be playing somewhere else. I think only for the reason he has a skill move uh, a skill move named after him. Mm-hmm. Uh Masuraku from West Ham. Yeah, fair. He is just, actually quite decent. I just they like the Masuaku flick. Do they play... Um, Who do they play there most times? Is it him or is it Cresswell? I feel like it's Cresswell most of the time. Okay. I, I really I mean, I could no be idea. wrong, but yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure it's Cresswell. Oh, another good shout for right back, though, is Ben Johnson, the right back. True. The kid who came through. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, let's go on to the midfield here. Do you just want to go all three? At the same time, just in case you have any overlap. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, mine are pretty. Uh, not I wouldn't say that they're easy, but I think they're pretty sim. They'll probably be pretty similar. I've got John McGinn as my first one. Mm-hmm. Easy lock. Uh, I just think he's he needs to go. If he if he went to Man U, their club would. That's who they should sign in my eyes. Yeah. That's who Man U need is John McGinn. They just need a shit house, someone who can go, just do what McTominay does, but better. If you pair him alongside like a good box to box, that's a great midfield. I just can't see a world where that wouldn't help them out. Um, my second pick, and even though it's a little bit biased, I will stand by it to the day I die. Dekure is my other center mid. Fuck you. <laughs> I just what what? I was also gonna pick Decore. Oh, okay, cool. I was I was gonna you can choose him too. It's not it's not like you can't have yeah, him, but fair. I'm just saying he's he's for me, I don't think anyone I don't think anyone else in the league does what he does. I just I mean Angolo. Well, kind of. Like I Angolo has the work rate, but he just doesn't I mean Angolo's doing it this year to be fair, going forward. But like Decore's six one. Like he's a big fucker. That is true. That is, and he, he is, runs he up and down the pitch like he is like the game just started the whole time. It's yeah. unbelievable. So I, I just think you can't really replace what he can do for a team. Um, and then my final pick is uh, McAllister from Brighton. 
their uh, Argentinian cam. I think he's class. I think he's so good. But it was between him and Trossard um, for my picks. I was also thinking of going for, uh, what's his name? What's his name? I can't remember his name. Sounds like a phenomenal He's player. Basuma. He's Basuma. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not going for Yves Um I'm sticking with McAllister. Or Pascal Gross. Just one of those attacking midfielders. Pascal Gross, McAllister, Trossard. I just think their attacking midfield is so strong. Um, another, I just want to give a couple shout-outs to the people I was looking at. Uh, I think that Oriol Romeu, uh, James Ward-Prowse. I don't think he's underrated, though. But he's also up there. Uh, I forget this guy's first name, but Nakamba from Villa. He got injured, but he's really, really good. Marvelous is his first name, by the way. Isn't that no such a shot. dope name? Marvelous, Marvelous Nakamba from Zimbabwe. That's obscene. And he's yeah, he's very he's very very good. He kind of is like a Conte like player. Um, yeah, and then Jacob Ramsey was also in there from Villa. But yeah, my Fair. midfield three are Dukure McGinn, McAllister. I, I'm tempted. To, so I, I yeah I'm taking Eva Sue as one of my first ones, yeah. But I'm also tempted by El Yanusi. Hmm, I I get that. I can see that because I'm like I feel like no one has ever thought of Mohamed El Yanusi like ever. But you yeah, know, he, he's okay. He's not he's not amazing, but he's not horrendous either. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's fine. So I, I think I'm gonna go. Pick. Yeah, El Yanusi. And yeah, Ibisuma, and honestly, for the third one, I have no fucking. Probably. Uh, maybe. Uh, are we saying Calvin Phillips is underrated? He is in England. It's up to you, man. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'd say he's pretty rated, but yeah, I agree. You know what? Fuck it, Jamutinho. That's that's another great pick. I was looking at Wolves too. I was gonna say Ruben Neves, but I think people know. But John Moutinho is yeah. actually class for how old he, he is, is too. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like forty-two. Another but, one's John Joe Shelby, low key. Yeah, no, John Joe Shelby is good. I agree. He's just he's just solid. Like he just does his job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think those are all good picks. Huh? I feel like you need that Everton just some dude to. No, oh, wow, I'm I'm fucking off one. Jesus Christ. What? John Joe, I thought I just I thought John Joe played at Everton for a second, and I did not realize that the absolute skinhead played in Newcastle. Yeah, that this literally I feel like he's the epitome of uh, yeah. Newcastle. Uh, yeah, yeah, not my final move, but oh well. another one that was Allen. Allen's also a good shout. I, don't know, but I feel like people know that people Allen's know Allen. Good. Yeah, exactly. people know Allen. Um, and Donnie, 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 Donnie. True. Our midfield yeah. three is actually pretty damn good now that everyone's not injured. Deli Ali too. Deli Ali, I don't know if he's going to be good or not. We'll see. Is he Soon alone come. or is he permanent? Dude? I don't remember. It's it's like a loan to it's buy. Like if he once he plays once he plays twenty games, we pay them ten mil. Oh, I see. So Very it's technically enough. it's technically uh not alone yet. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Okay, front three. I'll go first. Um, on the left. I'm going to go with Daniel Podence. Good shout. Um, 
I just think he's he's really really good. Uh, I think I think that he reminds me a lot of um of like a young Eden Hazard kind of if that makes sense. He he has that same like he just looks so good on the ball, man. He looks so yeah. Good no, on I see what ball. you mean. Uh, so I, I think he's definitely a lock in there for me. This one. It's a little rogue, but I, I don't actually think it's that heinous, and I'm willing to defend it. As striker, I've got Diogo Jota. I don't think people... I think people know he's good, obviously. But I don't think people realize like how good he actually is because Mo Salah's to the right of him. You know what I mean? Same, same yeah, kind of idea. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like he, he's unreal. And, and, but since he has, in my opinion, probably the best player in the world at the moment next to him, he just gets overshadowed by it. But if you took Mo Salah out and put in like a decent winger next to him, Hota would still have 20 goals in a season. Um, so I just, I think he's unbelievable up front. And he's young still too. What a player. I mean, uh, that's fair. Again, I don't know if he's like necessarily underrated, but he is. No. He's definitely. That was my one that was, that was my one that was a little sus, but I'm willing to defend it. That he, I just don't think he's. I don't think he's in the conversation that he should be in. I think he should be in the conversation of best striker in the Prem. And I don't know if he's necessarily in that conversation yet. So that was my only reasoning yeah, behind that's what that's I did. Who does the right now? And then on the right, I've got Jared Bowen. Pretty much a lock, I feel like, for this team. Yeah, I agree. Like, he just has to be there. If he doesn't get an England call-up, oh my god. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> That'd actually be vile. It'd be so Fair. bad. What about you? Who you have? I okay. Left mid, I have Pedro Neto. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a great one too. Just I'm running gonna... off the same logic of a small yeah. Portuguese Donny at Wolves. Like, I mean, what more really? Yep. Um, up fronts, I got Weghorst. Dude, no! What a shout! What a shout! What a shout! What a shout! Right? I should have said yeah. that. What a ball. Weghorst. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's very funny to me that Bernie signed a Dutch Donny and an Ivorian Donny in this year. Considering how EDL yeah. Sean Dyche is as a yeah. manager, it, it um, is, and they're doing so much better because of it. Yeah, too. right. The two outside fuckers are their best players, like by far. It's not even close. It's so funny. And then, right mid, just to be different, to not say Jerry Bowen again, I think I'm going to go Ismail Asar. That's another really, really, really good shout. That's who I want ever. We'll do that. We'll do that next episode. But I think we should do a like a window wishing list for the summer like what do yeah. we want our clubs to do and we'll we'll talk about that but i think ismail Asar is such a good player and he's still he's so young insane. too he's arsenal so fast legends, bro arsenal legends arsenal legend just for stopping that invincible run from liverpool thank fuck what do you mean arsenal legend everton legend <laughs> <laughs> true but either just, way we both would have been pissed just like premier league legend to be honest yeah so I think that's pretty much it. I'll read through my team, and then you can read through yours, Oscar. Right. Uh, whoever's listening, please let us know on TikTok or Twitter whose team you think is better. I'll start with mine. Uh, in goal, I've got David Rea, right back, Tino Livermento, right center back, Dan Byrne, left center back, Gehi, left back, Kukareya. In the midfield, John McGinn, Dukure, and McAllister. And up front, Daniel Potence, Diego Jota, and Jared Bowen. Now, I, on the other hand, have Vicente uh, Guaita in goal, uh, Kufala right back, Mohamed Salasu and Joel Matip as the anchors, <sighs> and then Masuaku at left back. Not going to lie, questionable pick, but you know, you got to firm it out. Move. We move. Yeah. 
um, running the middle of a park. Yves Basuma, Elianusi, and Jao Moutinho. Creative outlet's not entirely there, but I think Yves Basuma is a creative outlet, even though he's a right yeah, mid. But... He's, I mean, you know, he's <laughs> close enough. Yeah. I mean, up top, the lethal, dangerous strike force Pedro Neto, fucking workhorse, and Ismail Asar. That's actually a disgusting front three. It's not bad. It's not bad. I think real time how my get, front like, three six. versus your front three would do. Yeah, I feel like I mine do a little better. But bro, slap we'll him in a FIFA career. Let us run it to know. The end of the season. Let us know in the comments who you think would do better. We're True. gonna move on to our next section where we'll be bringing in our co-host. So don't mind the little jump cut, but we'll see you in a second. So, um, what are we talking? We had to about? do a small interruption because our recording software absolutely shat itself. So we're now recording a yeah, day later, small which means twenty-four hour interruption. <laughs> is this really gonna be the third time we're doing this, and the quality has dropped this badly? Okay. Point is, we now have the availability of talking about the Spurs-Everton game. Now, we all said Everton would win. Um, that didn't happen. But, you know... It, it, we go next, we go next, we go next. I'm sure there are some positives to take out of a game. No. So, Jack, why don't you enlighten us about the situation at your club and what could be improved and what key takeaways there were from this game? press conference um it is kind of a press conference i, I call it a depressed conference because <laughs> i want to kill myself yeah. uh <laughs> this is i hate this club i hate i hate oh, there's so much wrong um i don't know why frank set us up the way we set up today for some reason in a relegation battle he thinks we should go on the front foot against tottenham um who are a counter-attacking team so he says you know what I trust Michael Keane and Mason Holgate to hold it down alone at the back. You know, that's a good idea, actually. And then have my 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 makeshift left back, John Joe Kenny, be bombing up with my 40-year-old right back. And, and, and just leave those two to defend, because just defense and vibes between them. Um, and, and quickly, that we learned that did work when Michael Keane thunder-cunted it into our own top corner. Um, that was a good start, you know. I actually, to be fair, that first fifteen minutes, I was I was a little bit optimistic because we looked decent. We were we were we were on the front foot, but we're just so open, and it looks exactly like what Chelsea had under Frank too, where like they yeah they could attack going forward, but they couldn't defend. And and the thing that's bad is we're not as good as that Chelsea team is, so we can't make up for it in our attacking quality. We can't win a game five four. If we concede four, we're losing four one, or as we saw today, concede five, we're losing five nil. Um, in the grand Join scheme the of club. things, do I think this? Do I think this result defines our season? No, because it's a it's a top six club who has billions of dollars. Like, should we be competing with them? Probably not. Um, I do think that they're not that good, which sucks. Like, I don't think Tottenham is that good of a school, like a team outside of their front three. Like, they're just not amazing other than that. Uh, so I'm disappointed. Uh, Anthony Gordon's the only light of this season. DCL needs to go. Seamus needs to go. Michael Keane needs to die. Uh, That's a bit aggressive. No. He, he I, as I said, it's him and Harry Maguire. They're the two worst starting center backs in the Premier League. I'd rather That's have Grant false. Hanley. That's false. I don't think so. 
know, my Harry Maguire fans, all three of us out there know that that man's smoking something and he is an underrated defender of the Premier League and the world. If we were in okay. person, I would punch you in the mouth. But <laughs> no. What do you no, mean they're, we they're... are? My, the, Michael we're Keen... in the We Know Ball podcast studio, Jack. Yeah, true. Um, we need we need our two center backs back, both our starters. It, it's unbelievable how much of a difference they make to us. Like the fact that we've had to deal with Mason Holgate and Michael Keane for so long. It, I understand why we don't pick up points. And to be fair to Mason, he's not even that bad. Like he's just not good. He's just not that bad either, though. Um, but not a good result. I'm quite sad. On the bright Bring side, still have back. still have good amount of games left. Um, hard fixtures, though, so the boys are going to have to not be pussies and start winning away from home. They can't only win at home. It needs to be, needs to be better. So that's the takeaway. Um, I apologize if the rest of this episode I have that negative tinge. Because it's just not been a good day, you know, having to sit today during school, during class, watching my phone as we concede five goals to Tottenham did not feel great. Well, fun times. What do we have next? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry for the depression. Uh, let's think. Are we going on to the... Uh, the thing we did yes last time or what the last mean, two times, I guess. We haven't done this. We've never answered any of these questions before. We've never seen these okay. questions before. I'm gonna start by asking some hot. Sorry, I apologize. I don't know what I'm saying. I, I'm you my brain is flustered. fried. I'm, I am, I am definitely <laughs> angry and sad. Um, but onto our next section, we're gonna be going over some hot takes. So. Over the past couple of days, I've been scouring the internet, Reddit, Instagram, YouTube. I've been going through a, a lot of football pages. I've been looking at comments, uh, and I've been collecting hot takes, so statements that people can either agree or disagree with. Uh, we're going to have a little discussion about some hot takes that I've taken down. Uh, so I'm just going to say them, and then I'll ask both of you whether you agree or disagree, and we'll try and come to a consensus about them. All right, sounds Sound good. good. Yep, Perfect. let's do it. Let's start with this one. Um, Portugal is better than Belgium. Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Mm. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yeah. yes. I was gonna. I agree. I was gonna say Loki. Yes. Uh, I, I can go yeah. first. Go ahead. Um, you know, obviously they still have CR7, but mm-hmm. that's gonna be gone in like the of the future. And I just think they're set up really well compared to Belgium, who's kind of going out of the golden age. Portugal kind of has this new generation inspired by Ronaldo. Jao Felix, he's a baller. Maybe a little much for the price, but he's a baller. Renato Sanchez, most underrated midfielder in the world. Okay. Baller. You got Diego Yota, season of a lifetime for him. I think they have a lot of, uh, and Ruben Diaz. They, they have a lot of solid players all over the pitch. So I have a lot of faith in them. Yeah, I agree. I think no, they honestly, it. they could be like the best European team in three years or so, in my opinion. I just no, think I, that their youth is insane. 
I agree. I yeah, no, hundred percent. They like, yeah. As, I mean, as Robbie said, they're fading out of a, a golden generation. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really see Belgium, that much you mean? top talent. Yeah, like I don't see that yeah. much top talent coming out. So like, I think this is just a transitioning point. Sure, you can make a case that like if they were to play literally today, Belgium will probably win. I think come like six months to a year, different story. Can I? Can even, I spring? Even a- then. I said, go ahead, Jack. Okay. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, I think even if they play today, it's gonna be a good game. Just because we, I think we overlook how many ballers Portugal have that we just don't think about very often. True, Vitinha Like if you have a midfield of of Ruben Neves, Jean Moutinho, and Bruno Fernandes versus Witzel, Kevin De Bruyne, and well, you're forgetting. There, so I wanted to really quickly do like a a follow up question, if you will, uh, part two. Do you think Belgium is better than Germany? No. Oscar, no, what no. about you? Uh, today, no. All right. Uh, uh, I, I, I say know, no. Actually. I also agree with that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of of. Sonic in both teams, their their defense. Isn't good. Uh, yeah, no, that's so not true. No, the Aldevir old target link up is not phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, Deneo, Deneo's a baller. I think, I think, yeah, I'd take Germany over Belgium, but Germany and Belgium are both serial bottlers after Germany won the World Cup. But yeah, I was about to say. I just, yeah, no, I, I'd take Germany. I just think overall, like their midfield, even though it's older, is still unreal. Yeah, like if you have Cruz, Kimmich, Muller, bro, and Kimmich, Kimmich is such a and baller. Goretzka, oh, and then but my issue is strikers, Timo, oh Kareem the Dream out of Yemi, oh dude, uh, it's a baller. I guess you could play Havertz up top. Yeah, no Germany. You can sure. play Sane. Yeah, I mean Sane could play like no, no, no. Desperation. I guess, but yeah, I'd go. I'd go Germany over Portugal personally yeah that's fair also that that defensive triangle of rudiger sula and neuer's disgusting oh yeah rudiger's actually being so clutch for them he's what they needed in the back yeah he's class all right we ready for the next one england has the best generation of young talent we have ever seen from a nation right now no shot. Absolutely. No. Yes. Like, do Ma- we think this is better than the old English golden generation? Okay. No. Let me explain. For national football, absolutely. These lads, they love each other. They have that yeah, brotherly they have the same love trophy that you so only far. get from being that side of the channel, okay? But they're Phil all from Chelsea. Foden, well, Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood, I don't think that relationship's going any further. But... There are so many great – Sokka and Foden are great friends. There's just so many – they like each other, and they play like they're friends, and they're just all ballers. Trent didn't even go to the tournament. Imagine if Trent was with us in Europe. Oh, oh. But does that make it the best generation of young talent Absolutely. from a nation? England think- has made the best talent for the last 100 years. Think about that. That's, a, that's, that's an objectively <laughs> true up. statement. What the fuck? Bro, shut up. His name isn't Tengel Pele, it's Tengel Payne. 
You know, Pele you know what? is also he is right. he 1,273 right. goal Pele. <laughs> also, the tongue as well. Yeah. I'm trying to think, it, like, are we, do we think this generation of young English people is better than young Germans in, like, Tony Cruz, Thomas Muller? No. I, I do, but I'd even say that's I would say like the old English talent. I would say like Gerard Lampard, Scholes, and Beckham were probably a better generation than those German guys. Even though that German generation was unreal, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I I, I hear you. But do you think that this current England generation is better than Lampard, Gerard, and Scholes? Like are you saying Mason Mount, Gallagher, and play at Rice a higher have... level? Individually, no. But I think, weirdly, they can actually play at a higher level than they could. So, so you're saying as like a national team? Yeah, like if you put them okay. on a team, they will get more success and they but will play better. I'm saying as better. a talent, as like p- players, are they better? But what do you – okay, but then what's – That's what the question is, is. But what's more important for talent? Is it like individual ability or is it ability to win? I, I think, think it's both, but but yeah, you're, you're, you're only looking at it at a national level. I'm saying, not like, necessarily is, this, is this generation of young talent the best we've ever seen? Like, I, I personally can't say it is. <laughs> I have to but, say it is. I'll say yes because I have to, but I don't mind you guys saying no. But it's true that yeah. it's yes. I just, like, uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, sh- yeah, they're very good right now, but I think, like, in the grand scheme of things, just considering the players that have come about in the past, like the fucking 2006 Italy team, the 98 France team, the 70s yeah. uh, yeah, Brazil team. Spain. Like, also yeah, the, exactly. The exactly. Like, there's just, like, there's just no shot. I'm sorry, but like Phil nah, Foden and Harold Maguire are like... So far over Xavi, bro. I'm sorry. Irrelevant. That's, that's, that's right crazy to me that, that people say Foden is like messy. Well, it's true, so... Facts scare people, I guess. I mean, he's a baller. Don't get me wrong. He's a very, very good player, but it's like... Because if Foden is the same age Messi was when he won the ball on D'Or... Like, um, well, the season is going to end, Jack, so just wait, you know? Oh, oh, yet. yeah, sorry. I yeah, forgot thank that Foden you, is thank a ball on D'Or candidate this season. Oh, just, well, the, the World Cup's going to happen, and then we're going to see who gets the Ballon d'Or, and... After getting the golden you, boot player, wait, will tournament. that be included? Are they going to hold off the ceremony until the World Cup's finished? No, because no the, it comes after, doesn't it? When does the Ballon d'Or? No, because the World Cup no, is the in the winter. Oh, yeah, but, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but the World Cup starts in November. The Ballon d'Or is going to be like mid January, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll just right. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, on to the next question. Um, we did a lot of these before. Uh. But let's say those see. are actually two new ones, at least. R9 is the greatest player of all time. No, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not debating this because it's silly. Like, if you believe this, you're an old head with nostalgia. I think R9 is the greatest striker of all time. Yeah, there's a case for that, but that wasn't the question. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think he, I don't know. But another part of me is like, if there's no R9, is there a CR7? Is there a Messi? There's a you know Pele I mean? and there's a Maradona, and I don't like rate Maradona as highly as other people do compared to like Ronaldo and Messi. But Maradona is still. You put Maradona above R nine. I do, yeah. 
I do. Wow. I think Maradona is kind of like the Steph Curry. It's like the Christian Pulisic is LeBron James, right? Maradona's the step. Because I think the way he played for his time is just so different. And that's what made him insane. Like, you see him just running around those guys in the 80s. And it's like... That's that's literally what Ronaldo did, though. Arnold's different, though, because he did it at a striker role. Maradona's going not box-to-box, but it's a lot further back. Like, remember that England run? Like, that's what I think of when I think of Maradona. And R9... He can get close to that, but he's not that, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess so. I, I can understand that. Um, at the same time, Ronaldo did win two, I mean, two World Cups and two Ballon d'Ors. So, like... Maradona me... is also a cheat, so let's get that on the record. Okay, uh, everyone knows that. <laughs> a stinky not... cheater. God yeah. rest his soul. Yeah, I, I think I don't think Arnon's the best player of all time though. I think that uh now it's a you know what? We'll move this on to our next one. Ronaldo or Messi. Oh the problem is okay, Oscar, you answer first. Yaya Sonogo. It's not an answer. Have you, seen, have you seen that video? Like the dude no. asking Real Madrid fans like who's the best player in the world? Some dude goes Yaya Sonogo. Well, who I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is either. He was like yeah. a 21-year-old French Donny that played for Arsenal for a season. Was so shady. Got released as Bro, a free Arsenal agent. fans are so self. So they different. only talk about themselves. Bro, like, you think Harold Arsenal Maguire... fans have to bring up Arsenal for like once every 15 minutes? Plays for Huddersfield now. Um, Huddersfield. Uh, I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. Honestly, I think they're both washed. I think a Bombyang's really, really See, good. See, I told y'all. I told y'all. Um, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go Messi just to be a contrarian. Okay, yeah, I was gonna pick Messi if you picked Ronaldo, but nah, the correct answer is Ronaldo. If you think Messi, I know he's awesome, and he's as good, maybe nearly as good, but Ronaldo's just, he's our goat. I, I go Messi. I'm, I'm a Messi. I, here's the thing, right? Are you is, really a Messi track? No. Okay, I mean, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I oh like God. Ronaldo more as a player. Um, like, I think he he is a... I don't know how to, like, explain it. A better player? I think... Is the word no, no, no. I think Ronaldo is a more impactful player for a team in terms of if you don't have a Ronaldo, your team is much worse. However... Okay. I think the best football player of all time, the person who's perfected the game, is is Messi. I just My, think he he does everything that you'd ever want from a player ever. Like there's there's no part of his game that you look at and say that could be a little better or this could be a little better. He can't head it in like Harry Maguire can, but you know, you know he scored one own. heading goal this whole season. That's more than Messi scored, I'll have you know. I wonder if he has more own goals than goals. Harry no, well, it's not like direct own goals. Deflections, I actually think he might. No, he has like one. Yeah. But um, going back to That's Ronaldo, I think my favorite thing about the Ronaldo-Messi debate is it's not only player versus player. It's like the debate of mentality versus natural skill and like work ethic versus natural skill. Because yeah. Messi is naturally the better football player. 
but Ronaldo is up there with like the Kobe's and Tiger Woods when it comes to mentality. And it's a pretty yeah. awesome thing to see play out. I think here's the thing. I honestly think skill wise, it's better just to put them on the same ground because it's probably the truth. But I slightly like Ronaldo more as like the goat figure because I think he kind of fits the role perfectly. Like he's cocky, he's like arrogant, but he's also like yeah. confident and he pulls it off. And he's funny. He has a catchphrase. Exactly. Like he just fits the role really well. So I, I love Ronaldo. I also think that, in a way, what Ronaldo has is what every player looks up to being able to achieve. Because, like Ronaldo himself, isn't necessarily he's not gifted at one thing or another. It's just he's put in the work. Anyone can. Yeah. Anyone has the physical capabilities to do what Ronaldo has done. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. No, no, I mean, Oscar, I, I mean, think... people who can't walk obviously yeah, can't yeah, do Ronaldo. Yeah, that was going to be my point. Yeah, but I But if you I, were I self-aware was... enough as, like, a five-year-old to be like, I can be that, you could do that. Because yeah. he's not, like, a freak. He's just made himself so insane. I mean, he is and a then... bit of a freak. No, but he's you know, made he himself a freak. a freak. He's made himself a freak. It's not, like, a natural occurrence where he's, like... But yeah, his, no, I mean, his, I know what you mean. Again, his, his natural abilities, his mentality, like, yeah. whereas Messi, I think, is his skill. Because I don't think, as much as I like to say anyone can do what Ronaldo's done, I don't think anyone has the, the brain strength to do what Ronaldo's done. No one's got it in them the same I, way he I does. Agree. So, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of my overall idea is that, like, R- Ronaldo is the best a player can get. And I think Messi's just the best to ever do it because it's some gift from God that he's able to do what he does. It's so watching Messi dribble down the sideline is like a work of it's, art, I will say. It's orgasmic. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, okay. Next hot take. I think we we're gonna do two more and then we'll kind of move on to the next section. Yeah, predictions. Well, actually, um, we also need to do Golden Boy. Yeah, true. Um Here's one. America could get into the World Cup semifinals in 2026. So beyond no shot. Absolutely. I made this rant once, and guess what? I'm going to do it again. I want all of you American listeners out there to report Oscar to the government. Okay, before he goes on, I actually have a passport. I have a passport. United States. It is an He's invalid passport. I have a passport. It is, I have to get him arrested. He's this not, man is a not. fraud of this country. He does not believe in our team, in our players, in our attitude. But guess what? Our country is built on the fundamentals to prove him wrong. So the United oh, States will make the semifinals in 2026 okay, in our done. home turf with done. our home players. And in the meantime... Are Let's they all going to play Oscar all the games in the Cincinnati so again? So can't watch. <laughs> only, only against the South American teams. Yeah, okay, we're not going to For have... the record, I do have a passport. And it's you're still man. fucking delusional. No. Robert, I'll go on. Aren't I'll you technically... Are you, who's more fraudulent between the two of you? Because you're both imported. No, I was Robbie. born here. I was born oh, okay, here. never mind. Oscar, I was born on this goddamn no. land, bro. I'm, I swear to God, I'll get you kicked <laughs> out of this country right now, bro. My blood is more valuable than yours. Really quickly, let me just let me just prove this point even more. 
Gia Reyna, and Christian Pulisic with a little bit of Ricardo Pepe up top, okay? Then you got Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Gianluca Busio in the midfield. Oh, easy there. This sounds then, like a relegation threatened team in the Premier League. Serginho Dest and Matt Can you name any, any, name any center backs from America that are up and coming? Well, I can. I can. Okay, wait. I, oh, <laughs> Sebastian Vine. No, no, no. Sam, Sam Vine is a right back. Oh my god. The problem is, I'm trying to think of Gold Cup. I was like, I the Gold Cup is what I know, and I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. The problem is, the ball was always on the other side of the pitch. We were always scoring too much, so I couldn't see the defenders. He sounds like a fucking phenomenal center back. Uh, to be honest, we don't need him. Uh, I was more focused on John Luca Busio at the time. Oh, so uh, just offense and vibes. By the way, if anyone knows John Luca Busio personally, can you please show him the podcast and let him know I am his number one fan? You should he, just reach out and see if we'll get on. Oh, I've tried. I've tried, but... Uh, what do you mean you've tried? I, I've messaged him a number of times oh, to no. know him, but it's okay, because we're going to find him. Did you buy him. a signed shirt? Uh, I, well, I did, but it hasn't arrived. It's been six months. It's been literally a year. I know, it's a little... I, it's a, I don't know what's going on. You should check up on that. You've yeah. spent money on that. Yeah. But I, I love him. I think he's honestly America's best player. Um... He's awesome. He's, I, I want him to come to United, or at least Newcastle. Newcastle, by the man. Uh, yeah. Um, my answer is no. Yeah. yeah. I think they, they might make it past the group stage, but who knows? I really don't know the youth that's coming up right now. I hope you play um, the Russians. I hope they're in the group I don't stage think with us. Find the Russians. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a, like a, well, a, a bye week. I think the chances of playing the Ukrainians are less. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're probably not wrong, but uh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> um, we had this. We had a very good debate on this yesterday, um, which is fantastic, you know, because it was like 30 minutes. I got very heated. I know. But to I be can't honest, today I'm not really in the mood, but we're just still gonna ask a question. Oh my god! Uh, Newcastle will finish in Europe next season. Um, Bobbert, you can go first. Um, I don't believe they will. I, I'll, I'll just quick answer no. Yeah, I don't know, but I think that they have every right to challenge. Again, I think that we've seen it with City. Big investment comes in. You can turn a team around really quickly. Obviously, you have to get the right people in place, but even even City had a guy who was, I mean, Pellegrini. Was that his name? Right? Pellegrini? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he he wasn't necessarily a world class manager. He was good. Um, he's what they needed. Yeah, but he he's what turned City into a champion in two years um, after investment. So I just think the the ground floor of what Newcastle's working with this season, if they're able to invest similarly in the summer and then again in January, uh, with another hundred million or so each window, I I don't see a world where they don't build a good enough foundation to be in a conversation unless something goes wrong and, and the manager doesn't work out, um, which it doesn't seem like going to happen because it seems like they're playing a lot better football now, obviously. Um, See, my, my argument to this the last time we did it was 
I don't doubt the resources they have. It's I doubt their ability to correctly use the resources they have. So like right now, you're talking about how they're doing pretty well. And yes, their run of form has been really good, actually, since um, the uh, since Boxing Day. But the thing I would say to that is, that's with this team. And I think, okay, you're assuming that's going to still carry over, even when they bring in better players, which of course you expect to play better with better players. But maybe the system won't work as well, or maybe it won't blend. I just, I don't see them being able to get into that Europe seat the first season back on form, beating out so many more established teams that have just been solid over the past few years. I think they have the resources to do it, but I actually think their chances of being able to perfectly pull it off are quite low. I I somewhat agree with that. I think that, it, again, the probability is not like they're not locked. They're not guaranteed to go to Europe. Um, yeah. However, I think that they, through the January window, prove that they have their mind in the right place. Because theoretically, if they had wanted to, they spent, what, $118 million or something in, in January? Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. Um, theoretically, they could have went out and bought Zhao Felix or Antoine Griezmann alone to come and try and save the club. But instead, instead they looked like they spent their money correctly. They bought, brought in what they needed to cover. Chris um, Wood. That one, I don't quite understand. I, I understand it from a point of this guy scores 10 goals a season in the Premier League. Let's get him in. Um, but again, I think that was kind of a, a panic buy, to be completely honest. Uh, I mean, it shows the lack of confidence they have in Golington, which is really sad. Well, Golington plays center mid. That's right. They've like totally so, converted him now, huh? Yeah. So, so they just didn't have a striker which is yeah. why they brought Chris Wood, because they were like, oh, this guy can score um, and has scored a, like a good record before for a worse team than what Newcastle is, in my opinion. Uh, so I understand that purchase. I somewhat understand that purchase. But then again, you look at like Trippier, Dan Byrne, Bruno Gumarsh, all these players that they brought in seem to have worked into what... But, okay, really quickly, you just named those guys. How many of those guys are getting on to the starting squad? Trippier is... Getting on to who's? A Tottenham starting squad. I'd say only two. Um, only two no, of I those. No, I think Dan Byrne does. Oh, I mean. Over Eric Dyer or Ben Davies? Dude, I think Ben. I ben actually Dyer. rate Eric Dyer, you know. I actually. Oh, he's not, oh, Robert. No, no, no. As like oh a, solid, as a solid player. As a solid player. Not as like a, oh, he's good, but as like, well, he is good. But not as like a, oh, he's a revolutionary talent. But he's just a solid center back. This motherfucker only watches English national team games. He has never watched a Premier League game. No, so. I watched him against United, and I like what I saw. I think he, he still has that uh, the 2018 Eric Dyer in him. He's bad. He's just not good. Like he's yeah, just, I would agree, but I would not say the, the worst in the Dan world. But he's, You're Dan describing Dan Burn. You're describing Dan Burn. No, Dan Burn is good. Dan Burn is just straight yeah, up Yeah, like good. Eric Dyer is good. No, he's not. Oscar, would you say Dan Burns better than Eric Tyre? No, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Really? Yeah, 100%. absolutely. Okay, would you say they're both better than Tanganga? Yeah. Tanganga? Yeah. Oh, you boys didn't even watch All or Nothing. This is ridiculous. Anyone of course I didn't watch All or Nothing. I watched, I watched, I watched All or Nothing. Joke. You interrupted my joke. 
God damn. I was going to say, anyone who's watched All or Nothing knows that Tanganga is the top three center back in the league. So, yeah. Tanganga stays. So does Eric Dyer. I say Tanganga Trippier. Tanganga doesn't start. No, I'm Tanganga saying for... Tanganga does not start for Spurs. I, I thought he was on and off starting. No. Well, okay, so it's Eric Dyer. Who's... Ben Davies, a left back oh. at center back. Ben that's Davies one of their center backs. Than, and then Christian Romero. Christian Romero is better Byrne. than Dan Byrne. But Dan Byrne's better than Dyer and Ben Davies. And Dan Byrne's better than Kurt Zuma and Angelo. Byrne, no, he's not I don't Andrew. think... Dude, I don't think Conte gets Dan Byrne and plays him. I'm not going to lie. I'm not Tell saying me. he would. That's not the point, though. We're just saying... It, to contend for Europe, I think Dan Byrne is a better. I, I just I, the oh, signings okay, that okay. they've made are good signings for what they need because you don't I, need world beaters to compete for Europe. You don't need to sign Rafa Varane when he doesn't start. You know what I mean? See, those signings to me are in the middle of they're just below competing for Europe, but they're like better than a team that can regularly beat like Crystal Palace. Like I think that's a team that will beat Crystal Palace expectedly, you know? I don't think yeah. that's necessarily a team that's, like, pushing on the Europe doorstep that's all you every need. single year. That's all you need, though. Because, like, if you can beat 14 teams below you, you're going to finish sixth. You just have to be better than the 14 teams below you. Well... And I think, I think if they continue with the signings they're making and they don't... If they don't bust a nut and spend, like, $100 million on in the summer on someone that's just not going to be worth it. See, I think if I they th- sign, if they sign like two 30 million pound players and then three 10 million pound players that are just good role players. Then I think that they've got a, a good enough base to then see how it works in the first little bit of the season. And then in January, assess what they need and buy again for another hundred million. And then I think they can be in contention. Cause I think they'll, they'll be in on the same level of, of West Ham and, and Wolves. Like, I think that's the level that they'll get to if Eddie Howe's managing style works the way that people have touted him to work as a young manager. But the, my two final thoughts on that would be like, I think they would have the talent to compete with those teams. The only problem is, I think those two teams have had the last three years to really grow as a squad. Obviously, they've both sold important players, like, you know, come and go, but they're both pretty solid and established and they know the chemistry. I think it's going to be very hard for Newcastle to build that up by bringing in players, trying to teach old players a new system. I think it's just going to get a little mangled. And then my second uh, point was, I think the idea of signing a big star, not necessarily like you know a Ronaldo, because it's Newcastle United still, but someone decent, like a, an 80 million pound signing, is something they should do. Because I think Newcastle are trying to rebrand themselves and really force themselves into a new era as a club. And I think bringing in a star just has the power to grab fans. Like, imagine if they brought in Pulisic. All the American fans would flood to Newcastle, and they would just really boost their, I don't know, established uh, culture. I, I just think a star can do that, whereas 30 million pound signings will get, like, club fan favorites but won't bring in that level here's the thing i don't think newcastle need fans i think newcastle have one of the biggest fan bases in the world already like i think that they're a bigger club fan wise than probably like tottenham is newcastle is huge 
like the, I think we we don't we underestimate how important football is to Jordy people, and not only Jordy people, people fell in love with football because of Newcastle. So so as much as I I agree on the fact that it would help them. I don't think that's what they need now. Right now, what they need to do is is establish themselves as a Premier League level squad, not be a, a not be elite. They don't have to be elite yet. They just have to be established. And I think people would prefer you signing players that then become heroes versus signing a hero you expect to be a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes more sense to me to sign someone like Damari Gray for two million and then have him Demari. have him either be terrible. For two million, they're like, "Wow, that kind of sucks." That like he was two million, but whatever. It's Newcastle. We have four hundred and thirty billion. Um, then sign someone who's eighty million, bring in no one else, and then say, "Wow, he's shit." Like if he doesn't blow up the league, my, maybe if you bring in the my the one signing I think that would work at that level is if you brought in Jamie Vardy for like forty five million. That's a yeah. sign. Yeah, but I think the only thing about that would be. A team full of successful Damari Grays will be successful because it would be like Everton successful. The problem is it won't be successful. successful. Not successful at all. But I'm saying, but successful in a sense of regularly, regularly staying in the like. You guys haven't been um, relegated in (laughs) yet. Yeah, no, yeah, you, you, you guys are still invincible, right? So it's that idea of they're established, but they're not established enough to fight for Europe, and I don't think a team of Damari Grays ever can be. But Sheffield United finished 7th when they came up. Yeah, but that's not Europe. That's like right next to it. And I think Newcastle are already better than what Sheffield United was. But I think probably the hardest spot to get in the sense of like jumping-wise is going from 7th to 6th. Like I think that's where... 7th is Europe. Oh, is that a conference conference now? Oh yeah. well, no one. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I guess that's where you guys we... are going to end up. Shut. True. Remember, remember how you true. laughed at me when I said Arsenal were going to overtake Man U and we catch up on games, and we're still three games behind. We are now comfortably in fourth. Oscar, you don't get what being a Man U fan's about. Okay, mate. Oh, Just fuck off. Shut up. Fuck both off. of you. Fuck both of you. If Marcus Rashford leaves, I'm going to cry. Marcus Rashford is terrible. He's just not a good player. Dude, I... Oh, my God. Hot take. Marcus Rashford is as good as Anthony Martial. Dude, stop being blasphemous for the sake of saying things. Oscar, would you agree? Look at their records. They're the same. Of course same. he's going to agree. Of course he's going to say yes. They're the same player. I'm not going to disagree. I'll just leave Oscar, it at that. Uh, look, up, look up Marcus Rashford's career stats. One of them made it to the final of the Euros, and... One of them either didn't won get the World up. Cup. Was on a World Cup winning squad, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. sorry. How much did Martial play in that 2018 World Cup? Let's name some memorable Martial moments, everyone. Go. What did Rashford do? He missed a pen. <laughs> he bottled it. Uh, he had some great passes with, uh, with Kane oh, and Grealish. Oh, that's good. Some good At least I can good remember him playing. I can't even remember Martial 2018 playing more than one. Yeah, because there's this little 18 year old kid that was fucking ripping the World Cup apart. Yeah, his his name's Mbappe. Unfortunately. Yeah, it is true that when you're competing with 
like the future generational best player. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of hard. Oh my god! Fuck off! Fuck off! And that's a proven Bro. fact. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know what? I proven fact. Mason Green okay, here's, would have more potential than Mbappe. Here's the stats for you, what? Bosco. I mean, Bobbert. Uh huh. Should we just look at Man U careers, or do no, we want full uh, careers? Can we? How about we can only include games <laughs> that are played in the summer season? Okay, yeah. So we'll just so no. <laughs> no, just international friendly. game. <laughs> yeah, I, I like looking at Man United. So here's here's the thing. Anthony Martial. 347 games, 95 goals, 59 assists. Marcus Rashford, 310 games, 98 goals, 58 assists. They're literally on the same numbers. Yeah, but Marcus is more important for the team. They're both bench riders. Nah, 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 okay. <laughs> There's oh, literally okay. a shot in the Man, Man City Derby where they're talking to each other. Marcus was starting last season and season before that when he wasn't injured. Marcus has been a starter. A staple. Okay. In the 2020-2021 season, 22 games, four goals, six assists. He was injured. What do you had want one from him? Season. He's had one good season, which was 1920. Nah. nah he in 1920, had... he had 17 goals, seven assists. Dude, he was so good. Let's look. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, that was Martial. Uh, yeah. The best season Rashford's ever had was 17 goals, nine assists. Dude, so which close. is the same as Martial. Yeah, but Martial's a striker. Rashford's a he winger. He played on he has... the left wing. Nah, Martial in his he's best played 127 games on the left wing. Yeah, but that's all the games that he's been bunned in on. The actual game okay, for here, here, listen, listen. Martial's played 150 games center forward, 127 at left wing. Marcus Rashford's played 146 at left wing, 120 at striker. So they played the same amount of games in the same positions. Dude, Rashford's just... Okay, who took who had if more Martial was if Martial was an academy player the same way Rashford was, people would think Martial is better than Rashford. No, I just I but it's I because disagree. you guys bought him from Monaco. But since you bought him hype, for 35 to 40 million, that's what I mean though. It's just because of that hype that people think he's a worse player. But he's point, not he a worse player. Rashford was there was no hype. hype. That's the thing. There was no ceiling. Yes, there was. What was Dude, the I, hype? You saw a kid come through your team. When you saw Marcus Rashford debut, we were like, you ooh, he could be the next Mbappe. Dude, yeah, there after he had performed already. After nah, like, he had in performed. In 2016. In 2016. Yeah, in 15 when he started playing. He, That's okay, what I mean. He, okay, so I remember his debut for England in the Euro. And I think he had only played That was after the Premier League. He had played 11 games, games in the – He had played okay, 11 okay. games. And That's he scored five goals. And people thought Dude, he's so good. Then he's they so thought he was good. good. He's so, but he's Martial, so good. When he was in League On and a farmers league, he was 18. Lot, you know? 18. Well, he's he did better than what Messi's doing right now. Yeah, because it's a farmers league. Huh? Oh, Messi I PSG. swear you don't listen. No, no, no. Messi and PSG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's because Messi Messi. I'm not gonna say he's worse. Are you telling me Messi is worse on. than than 18 year old Martial? No, but Mar 18 year old Martial has way more to prove. He actually needs to get money. Messi now is on a retirement fund, chilling with his homies. That's the but, difference. One of them has something to prove. The other one is like playing football for fun at this point. 
But here's the thing. I think that now both of these players don't have anything to prove. And that's why I'm saying they're the same. Martial has everything to prove. Are you kidding me? No, Martial's sitting on 250k a week with his cock in his hand. He doesn't care. Neither does he's he's he going to renew that contract at some point. Rashford does more charity than he plays football. <laughs> Rashford is, is a FIFA kids merchant. Is I'm that sorry. a bad thing, Jack? Yeah, <laughs> yes it is. As a professional footballer, he's a great philanthropic figure. He's not a footballer. They're just not good. Both of them are the same level, and I, I stand by No, that. they're not. That's a ridiculous take. That's ridiculous. Bro, it was think, ridiculous. The Eric numbers line up. But the numbers just, line like, up, Bobber. One and one's more, more successful than the other. One is more important. Winning pen, winning pen against PSG, who did they let take it? Was it Martial? No. Because Martial is a little crazy. Euro winning pen? Who did they make take it? Well, that's and who missed it? Injury. Coming off an injury, I'll have you know. What was Saka's excuse? What was Sancho's He's excuse? 12. Yeah, and he was fully healthy. We're not forgetting that they're both 26 years old. They're not young anymore. They're both not that good. They don't have high ceilings. They're not what they were touted to be. That's what I'm saying. They're neither of them are going to be great players. I disagree. I think Rashford if Rashford had a better mentality, him. I agree. That that's what I I'm going to say. I think Rashford has a potential to get a better mentality and yeah. become a better player, whereas Martial doesn't. However, at this moment in time, they're both as good as each other. In my humble opinion. Uh, well, okay, I, I might maybe agree with that statement slightly. Just a little bit. Just say yes, because you know it's true, but you don't want to say it because he's English. Well, a little, the but only the problem re- is... <laughs> but, like, here's the thing. If I'm a manager and I need to get a goal to avoid getting out of, let's say, the Champions League final, or Champions League, and it's the 80th minute, and I have two attackers on the bench... I'm subbing in Rashford. You over statistically Martial. have the same chance with both attackers. Nah, because I just. Well, no, because I don't know the stats. Isn't Martial, Martial might the even one have... that won you the FA Cup? Hasn't he literally done the biggest thing I for Man U since they won their first? Like, I think he won. He single handedly no, won. Because didn't, the FA didn't, Cup. Did Rashford score in our Europa win? I don't know. I don't, I'm not a Man U fan. I thought you guys okay. won on pens. Oh, yeah. But did, was he score in the, but did he, he score in the game? Did he score in the game? No, no, no. The time he won Oscar. Um, I thought he might have scored in the game, but I'm not sure. Week win. Uh, 2017. They won 2-0. Uh, it's, I'm looking. Marcus Rashford got a hat-trick. Perfect. It was 2-0, so... I know, I know, that's the joke, that was the joke. Okay. Uh, I can't tell. Does it not say honor. who scored? It's a shame. It doesn't say who scored. Why did well, I feel like that's, that's the most important in, thing. Fan involvement. Well, Pogba scored, and Mkhitaryan scored. Ah, uh, there you go. Well... Yeah. And oh, Rashford was subbed off in the 84th minute. Because for Anthony Martial, <laughs> exactly, exactly. One played eighty-four minutes in a final, and the other yeah, and six. one couldn't do shit if had to replace it. Rashford had During a the six last point six two. Minutes, Oscar, yeah, Oscar, that makes sense. Well, you didn't fucking score. Yeah. Anyways, I think that they're that's my hot take. I think they're the same player. I think they 
I do, however, believe that Rashford has more of a chance of turning it around. Then again, Martial is low-key turning it around as we speak. Martial has an easier road to turn it around because Marcus is expected to turn around to Atman U, I feel like, or he can just go to Villa. Or no, is it Sevilla? He can just go to Sevilla with less expectations, and I feel like he's going to ball out. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But I feel like Marcus should do that too. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be stupid and sit on the bench because Sancho's better than he is. Yeah, yeah. well, there's two spots on the wing, and Alenga can just be on the bench for a little bit. You think Alenga's worse than Rashford? I think Alenga right now is more consistent than Rashford, but I think Marcus could give you more in a game. So, if, if you he's... were making a starting lineup, are you putting Alenga or Rashford into it? Uh. Well, I've thought about this. My starting lineup includes Rashford. So, I, I, base my, I, I have like a starting lineup that I think works well together, and I think Rashford's in there. So what's your lineup? Who, who's going together? Okay. I'm gonna, can I start with my defense? <laughs> can I just quickly yeah. run through my Manchester? This is my Manchester United If it's lineup. not Phil Jones and Victor Lindelof, then you're smoking. Crap. Oh, my God. Okay, hop on the bandwagon. Ha, ha, funny. Right back. To Yogo Dallo. I, I actually That's like Dallo. I think I think he's a solid backup. Aaron Juan Visaka is better on his day, but also worse on his day. He's less consistent, but I'm gonna go with him. He's solid. Second set first center back, Veron. That's like just a, kind of the safe bet because he is the best. Right now he he's got his form, honestly. Now it took him a second, but now he's on his form, so I like it what he's doing. He's injured, but it's okay. Harry mm-hmm. Maguire is my second center back. I'm sorry. Oh, anyone that is so dumb. It's not, though. It's not, though. You guys are just hopping on a bandwagon. He is the center. I mean bandwagon. Of all, he's the center of all negative attention. Your manager wants him gone. Okay, don't get me started, because if this was my dream lineup, <laughs> Ralph would not be a part of it. Um, <laughs> we get it. You like Ole Ball, you freak. Left back? This is controversial, because I'm English. Give me Alex Tellez. I really like Tellez. Bro, you live in 2018, my guy. Oscar, what do you mean Tellez is more on form than Shaw right now? Yeah, but Luke Shaw was like the best left back in the world last season. Yeah. Did you see this? Oscar, have you seen him play this season? But I'm just Alex, saying, like, Alex Tellez hasn't Tellez. done shit since, like, no. 2019. No, he, like, has, though. Did you see his goal in the group stage? Oh, you wouldn't have been watching because you weren't there. Um... Yeah, he had a banger. I'm telling you, Alex Ellis is more in form right now, and I just... <sighs> Luke Shaw's peak is better than Alex Ellis's, but Luke Shaw, he's not with it right now. And I kind of like Alex Ellis better in a way. Um, two center mids. Give me Pogba. And give me Mr. Scott McTominay. I actually rate Scott. <laughs> Problem is, I would put Donna here. Actually, I would not put Donna. But I can't. He's gone. What, who? Donny van der Beek. Donny? Donny. I like pronouncing his name fine. Yeah, Donny. Um, oh my God. If I put it, it's a little bit of an attack-minded team, but that's what Sir Alex would I was thinking about the absolute rock of Harry Maguire at the back. Well, it does, yeah, exactly. So we're not conceding. Oh, De Gea is the goalie, by the way. Dean, you're cool, but no. Um... Cam Bruno, on the left Rashford, on the right Sancho, striker, give me CR7. And I think that team 
it's slightly the obvious answer. No defense, just vibes. No, but I think I think there <laughs> that is. That is defense. a run up the pitch think, and pray. No pressing, just vibes. I, dude, where's the press I, coming from, Scott? No, run it up and inshallah. I think you have a really technical. I think you have a really technical triangle with Pogba, Van de Beek, and um. Uh, Bruno, I think that will actually, if they are feeling it, and they're well, good in thing good Donny form, Van de Beek does not play for your club right now. Okay, he's loaned out. Whatever. Um, I think those three could be very tricky together. I really do. I think if they were all on form, they could actually hold that ball in the midfield the really defense? well. That's three number ten. Varane and Maguire. Do you have a okay, concept so you're going to trust Varane and Maguire to to take care of. Because now that wingbacks bomb up the pitch in modern football, they're going to take care of four attackers, two people. No, 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 because here's the thing, right? When you have Juan Visaka and Tellas, those boys help out quick. So all you have to do is just hold them off. You just got to stop the attack. Now, this is not one of Harry Maguire's strong suits no at way. the moment. At you the have moment. to stop an attack to not concede Well, no, I'm saying lose. like a counterattack. I'm saying, I'm saying like if it's a counterattack, all Harry has what to do. pressing is, but no one presses. Slow them down. Slow them down at first. Then you have the wingbacks come back oh, to support. Okay. Then you have the midfield drop back. I'm telling you, this team will win oh, games. We saw this exact plan that you just said play against Man City, and it got destroyed. No, they, because... they dropped into two banks of five. <laughs> there was not a single person up the pitch, and they got torn a new asshole. So it's clearly not going to work to have two instead of two bits of five. Give me, give me Ole on my side and give Bro, me one game with oh, Man U. Loki is true. It is true that Ole is the only man who could deal with the, what is happening. Dude, we're going to save this for an episode. I'll just do it now. No, no, no. I'm, we'll save okay, it. We'll okay, save okay, it. okay, okay, okay. Just say but it just and then know... we'll, if you can explain later. Ale is probably the most unfair case in football history. I am saddened and shocked and horrified by football the actions history. taken by the football world. It's disgusting. It was frankly disgusting. It was a day that should go down okay. in horror. I'll save it. Save it. Save it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's go to our golden boy quickly. Um, let's start first by... Uh, Oscar, as we heard at the end of last episode, his golden boy is Well, we didn't, actually. Dead. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, end, of, end of last last episode. Yeah. His, his guy Brenton, died. Brenton's gone, bro. Brenton is not <laughs> You're so welcome for us being kind, by the way. Yeah, we could have given you like a 15 Technically, technically I mean, he goes out for like a week at a time and then comes back and in, is like gone again. Okay, then I say we move it to a 20-point deficit. No. Against yes. No. Yes, let's do it. What was it? Sixteen? We had sixteen. No, it was twelve. So I was 16. sitting. Let's I was 16, sitting Jack. at Jack, minus. Sixteen is fair. Sixteen. No, is we've fair. already no. We've like already talked about this. Brenton hasn't played in like five weeks and won't play for another four. But we don't know. He, okay, I say Wait, it we have should to be off. If, if we have to Jack, see if, if they he lost. plays, I say I say if he plays, you upgrade it by minus an, an additional four points. If he doesn't play, I agree with Oscar. We can leave it at twelve. Okay. Also, Oscar, you have to subtract another two points because Blackburn lost. That's fine. So I'm sitting already at minus 15. Yeah. Um, I so he's now played... at minus 15, and he's going... Wait, you haven't named yeah, okay. who your new I'm, player I'm is. going with Jurian Timber, uh, oh. center back for Ajax. He's like 
19, 20 ish, somewhere around there. Uh, young you, little little Mateus Delic type beat. You know what I mean? I could see him leaving to some like Inter Milan or like Roma or something. Come a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually I I've scoped out YouTube highlight reels. He looks like defensively solid. He he. No, he's very very good. Pretty fucking good, all things considered. But well, they conceded nine goals. So yeah, yeah. that's a. Um, I asked one yesterday, so in the in the time frame of uh, him being active, uh, three two. He tragically did not play. Oh, um, but since it's a win, but still, what three points? No, you have to play to get points for a win. That's the rule. Oh no, you oh. you you selected him today, buddy. Oh, oh okay. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just yeah. still sitting at a at a comfortable minus fifteen. Yeah, and just to reiterate. Only league games count. I think you guys know that. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Oscar's new player is Timber. Um little update on my guy, Jordi Soladillo and Victoria Rossport in the Luxembourg first division. Uh they lost this weekend five nil. Uh <sighs> Jordi did not play, but it is a loss, so it it is minus two for me, which brings my total down to nineteen. Which right, give me give me one second. Wait, one second. Uh talk. Oh well, I blew it. Oh wait, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. Give me a second. I'm making mine themed. Oh I can't what? Oh, okay. Well I was gonna say hello to my uh Hebrew and Jewish brethren with Google Translate, but it's you don't know how to speak Hebrew? No, I was going to say, uh, hello, Amen. It's the start of, of the bar mitzvahs, and I know that because I went to four in one month, and I memorized it. That's tough. Pretty lit in seventh grade. Sick. Good contribution to conversation. All right, keep going. <laughs> we, have, we have one Israeli player, bar mitzvahs. Um, no, so, I yeah. love the Torah. Our, our you big, literally tried to. Never mind. Our, our <laughs> big Leal Abada Israeli brethren has gotten two wins in uh, two match days since the last time we checked up on him. Uh, I think there's about five match days left, and it brings us to a total. Ready, drum roll. 27 points. Fuck off. Yeah. It's, uh, we went from 21 to 27. Bro, how do you want to give me a 20 point deduction when I'm already 42 points behind you? Uh, we gave you a twelve like, point. Deduction. Yeah, yeah, literally. I, yeah, I think sixteen is fair. Blackburn just happened to lose this week, which gave you an extra minus two. Dude, so, I'm praying Ajax go on a massive losing streak. I don't think they will. I don't think. I, they I need. Will to, we need to do some. We need to do some math. How many days does Ajax have left? Uh, eight, nine, maybe. Oh, that's not that bad. I thought it was like twenty. They have nine. No, uh, it's not good at all. I mean, Bobbert, because if they win and don't concede, that's eight points a match. Oh, jeez. So what's that? Eight times nine. That's oh, 72 points. Dude. So okay, 72 minus 15. We have to give them 16. I'm sorry. Yeah, Oscar, we might, we might have to drop Bro. another four. Bro, se- 72 Oscar. points? Oscar, come Hello? on. That's assuming we don't concede in fucking eight match days. They conceded even, nine. Oscar, even if they do, I'm at 27, and it has been nearly like two months. No, it's been a month. It's been a month. But... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree to this. No, it's well, too bad. 
Well, I don't agree. I, um, I, my mother told me from a very young age that I can say no to things, and I'm saying no to this thing in mm, particular. Hold on. Hammer hits the gavel. 16 points. Mm, no. Cringe. I'm already at minus 15. Yep, and now it's minus I need, 15. I need him to play and not concede for two weeks to get back to zero. <laughs> minus 19, Jack. Come on. How about two, no? Three, four. Yeah, 15 five, to 19. Six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They've had sixteen clean sheets this season. Bro, you can bro, suck my bro. dick that yeah. you're getting a minus sixteen. You 19, bastard. Minus nineteen points. Yes. Yeah. Oscar's on minus nineteen, and he can hold it. Okay. Well, Actually, that's... no. We'll we'll keep him on minus sixteen because I don't know whether his guy is going to play every game. Oh, has he and started? You can only get a clean sheet if he doesn't play. Starts, yeah. uh, I mean, if he plays. Um, no, I don't. I I think I'm already sitting at minus fifteen. I think that I think we're we're at a very comfortable amount. No, I yeah. honestly think Jack even still he's gonna whoop us, but okay. I'm also no, he probably will. But I'm just I think I can catch up to you. I'm not really okay, worried about well, him. Because okay. you have three games and I got eleven. No, I think I do. I only have three left. Yeah. Oh well, that's not fun. I don't know if your boy's starting anymore. Uh, no, he is. He is. The last two he started. Okay. All right, let's move on to predictions, and then we'll wrap it up. But let's just go through our predictions now. I have to pull up the game. Yeah, let me, oh, Sam, think. give me one moment. Just tell me the teams, because I already answered this once. All right. We got Brighton-Liverpool. Brighton-Liverpool. Liverpool, easy. Liverpool. What? Liverpool. Oh, okay. Liverpool, obviously. Uh, Brentford-Burnley. Brentford. Draw. Please draw. Please I'm draw. playing Burnley along the VDL. No, not in that way, though. Um, Man U Tottenham. Tottenham. Man U. Yeah, It's got to be. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle. Chelsea. You know, I back the boys. Pick up the Jordies. Oh, the tunes. Up the tunes. Uh, Leeds, Norwich. Oh, that's um, a stinky game. That, that, that one actually reeks of nil nil. Yeah. I want Norwich. I take Leeds. Uh, fuck it. Can, I I say, can I say draw? No, it's going to be Leeds. It's going to be Leeds because they got the new manager. It's actually good. Can I say tie? Yeah. Is that a valid answer? I said draw for Brentford. I think Brentford. this reeks of a tie. Um, Everton Wolves. Jack, I'm sorry. It's going to be Wolves. Wolves. It's going to be Wolves. I back Wolves too. Um, Everyone just right. back wolves. Let's put yeah. all the negative energy out, and then we'll all be surprised. I just want to be wrong. Yeah. Who's wrong? Our next game is West Ham versus Villa. Mm. Uh, give me uh, Villa. I don't know, man. I think tie, but actually off a last good weekend, game. though. I'm gonna go three think... two Villa. I, agree. I was gonna say tie. I see like a like a two two or something. Like I a think close it's scrappy scoring. game. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a scrappy game. But it game. might not I think be. It might be like one go, I think it goes either <laughs> way, but there's going to be like minimum four goals. Uh, yeah. All right. And after that, we got Southampton-Watford. Um, Southampton. Southampton. The Saints. Yeah. Uh, Southampton. I think it's going to be the Saints. Arsenal-Leicester. Uh, Arsenal. I, yeah. Arsenal. I, yeah. yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta We're playing well. Something. We're playing well. Leicester-Arsenal. Oh, please. It's sorted. The number one thing you want to hear an Arsenal fan say is we are playing well. Because that is always true, followed true. up by something awesome to watch. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, 
Sorry, let me just remind you of your current position of a league table. And I'm not saying we're going to play well. I'm just saying. Well, regardless, our final game is Palace City. You know, big up Patrick Vieira. I see it. Yeah, me too. They already uh, beat him once this season. Completely Gracias agree. City. You know, Jack, you know how Palace is like a bogey team in FM? Yeah. I think we real could see this happen this in real life. Exactly. Dude, they already beat him once. That's They've what I'm saying. They beat... already beat City. No, they're going to do it again. Honestly. Is that who? Where is it at, actually? That makes a big difference. Is that um, Selhurst Park? It is at Selhurst, yeah. Oh, it's going to be City then. Nope, disagree. It's going to be City. I think, I think Patrick Vieira's got in the bag. I mean, maybe. Let's, maybe. Let's I hope, hope you're right. So. I hope you're right. Yeah. For, uh, I, I want the title race to get squeezed. I want Fair. West Ham to win the league, so. <laughs> I agree. David Moyes. That'd be so sick. Imagine how lit that'd be. Like, all the top teams just start nah, losing and all the stuff. West Ham. That'd be hilarious. What do you that mean? Bro- fuck West Ham. Dude, West Ham's a rival now, basically. Well, they took but, the manager you deemed not good enough well, and they're no, not better I, than you. I, I'm just, I, yeah, I was about to say, they're just kind of our level, so we gotta, we gotta yeah. put down West Ham. Fuck West Ham. Here's the thing, right? Here's what I'm thinking as an Everton fan at the moment. Uh, West Ham, two years ago, finished 17th and then finished 5th the next season, right? We once finished 17th and then finished 4th the next season. Let's finish 17th and then win the league the next season. True. A real lesser comeback story. Watch this space. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put money on that actually. I'm gonna put 10 grand on us winning the league next oh season. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, you know, Imagine. I back it. I'll go 50s with that. WKB podcast puts a big old wager oh. on Everton winning the league. Jack, I've just had a I just had a brain moment. We should have a sports betting segment with like Will or someone. Oh, let me say, give, yeah. Give people willing. advice. We will tell you how to spend your money. Okay, we're you not financial consultants. Dry. Yeah, Oscar we actually is. have to say that legally. Oscar we do is, have to say that legally. No, we literally cannot. No. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay. No, I'm kidding. We're not. Do not take our advice. Day-long episode up. I am tired of this episode. If this airs, I will long. be so surprised. If this isn't recording, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Um. However, I do want to say for those who stuck around, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you give us five-star ratings on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. Uh, follow us on pretty much every social media platform now at WKBPod, right? Yeah, that's our yeah. Twitter, that's our TikTok. Follow TikTok. Follow TikTok. Do we have a, do the TikTok? I don't know if making them, but Follow our Twitter. Funny. We don't have a Reddit, but you don't want um, to need Reddit followers. That's weird. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. We kind of um, flex have Reddit karma. True. <laughs> unlimited karma that's what i'm saying um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening we look forward to seeing you next week where uh i think we're gonna try and do a, a very fun draft that i've created um and we're probably gonna try and get a bunch of people on there so <laughs> hopefully that'll happen next week and uh see you then Peace stay out. swifty everyone well, shut, shut up. up oh my god <laughs>